Hi, welcome back to the Vitus Trader Podcast. I'm your host, Njabulin Saband. This podcast is aimed at helping new and experienced traders navigate the markets and learn from other traders. This is episode number 50, another big milestone for me. Um, 50 episode. Um, so it's been a year since I've been trading equities. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, it's been quite a journey. And in this week's episode, I'm going to be chatting about the rules that I came up with from my first year um and i think you know most most of you would know um that i'm a trend follower and you know i did you know trade i stick with the trend and i try to 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 stay with the trend for as long as possible and i try to stay with the trend for as long as the trend is running and 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 i try to 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 add to my position and, and try to be as big as possible um, whenever I, I find myself in a good running stock. So the first rule that's, um, uh, I suppose the biggest rule um, uh, within my my rules list is, you know, the cliche, the trend is your friend. Always trade in the direction of the trend or stay out. So, and, and you know, it's, 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 it's very easy to say, you know, trend is your friend and, you know, trade in the direction of the trend and that sort of thing. Um, but now the question always comes is how do you define a trend? And, and the, it's, 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 you know, when looking at a chart, you can see when, 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 a, when a stock is, tra- when a stock or an index or whatever, whatever instrument to trading is trending, you can clearly see that. But most, most of the time we only see that in hindsight, um, that, 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 that the trend has been, has been trading. So my goal really is to, 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 um, to get in as the trend is starting to gain momentum and as the trend is starting to run. And I need objective, uh, 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 um, you know, uh, uh, objective ways of, of telling the direction of the trend. Um, and uh, to which, uh, you know, my favorite uh, uh, um, technical indicator is the moving average, um, simply because it's the closest thing to price. Um, you know, technical uh, indicators are just derivatives of price. Um, they're just mathematical formulas that take price and, you know, run it through uh, um, a formula to, to, to spit out some number. So my favorite on on, tech, on, um, on, on uh, you know, technical indicator is, is, is the moving average. And I use the exponential moving average because... Um, it 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 weighs the to it, it weighs the most recent data more than the the, the previous so yes today today uh, today's data or today's close uh, is much more important than yesterday's and the day before and so on and that really helps when it comes to uh, um correcting anomalies in the market like a big spike um or a, a sharp gap up that gets corrected over time because the, the 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 more the the, the stock is tra- trading and, and the more the days or you know I trade on the daily chart so the more the days are going the impact of that a normal day um, reduces over time so unlike the the the, the simple uh, moving average which just takes you know uh, whatever period that you're using I, I I typically use the 200 day and the 50 day exponential moving average if we're using the simple one, um, it, it will take much longer to correct uh, um, a, 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 an a, a abnormal day. So 
um, so in, in, in determining and when moving averages really is, is when you, when you're looking at it just calculating the number of days that went up uh, versus the number of days that go uh, that went down that's the um, a, a, a almost like a naive way of putting it but that's really what it is so um if, if I'm trading in the direction of those moving averages I have a much much better odds so um you know in, in staying with the trend the first <clears throat> um the first part is only buy stocks when the 50 period the 50 day exponential moving average is above the 200 day exponential moving average and also only buy stocks that are trading above the 200 period exponential moving average um you you might you might ask why 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 to why 50 and 200 why not 100 why not uh, um you know other 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 periods um a because they generally uh, almost like a standard in the market um but b is they capture you know i try to capture uh, long term moves and you know i it, it you know 200 day is almost like a, a four years worth of uh, uh of trading days so i, I get to to, to, to more or less get the the feel of how the trade the, the stock has been trading throughout the whole year and similarly with the 50 day just cuts it in half and I use the 50 day as the fast moving average and the 200 day as a slow moving average and I want the 50 to be above the 200 that shows that the, the, the stock is moving higher um, or has been moving higher and the, the odds of it continuing are much higher than it's dropping of course it can drop to test the 200 day or the the, the 50 period exponential moving average but my odds are much better um trading in that direction and as soon as the stock goes below the 200 period exponential moving average um when it hits my stop i'm out and i'm no longer in until it comes back um until it comes back above the the, the 200 day exponential moving average and the second rule, I think this is probably the most important one. Um, every bet, you know, at least in the beginning, is a 1% bet. Every, every single bet. I don't have a favorite setup. I don't have uh, um, favorite conditions in the market when I'm entering a trade. All of my trades start as a 1% bet. And the reason for that is simply to 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 preserve my 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 my, my pocketbook and my, my my mental capital as well um because the 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 more the pocketbook is hit um you know the mental capital suffers as well and secondly i have a very very low hit rate you know i'm right a very few times uh, um in the market it's just that when i'm right i'm like i'm right by quite a bit but when i'm wrong I'm, you know, I want to make sure that I'm wrong small. I you know if you're going to lose 70% of the time, I want to make sure that that's that 70% of the time is limited. Each trade is limited to about 1%. Some of them will, will, will you know, uh, you know, suffer a little bit of slippage. It will be a little over a percent. Some of them will be around 2%. Um, and, 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 and some of them will be, you know, like half a percent or something of that sort. But on average... Um, they all should be one percent, and I when I enter a position, I always calculate uh, um, uh, my position size using one percent of my account. And importantly, I use one one percent of my current balance. So if I, if 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 you know I take a loss and uh, my balance reduces to you know 
I don't know, by like, a, you know, 1% or something, that risk changes, you know, that, that 1%, the risk remains 1%, but the nominal value or the rand um, value of that 1% changes, you know, it drops when I'm, when I'm starting to lose money and it rises when I'm, when I'm starting to make money. What that does is, you know, when I, when I hit a, a string of losing trades or you know, when, I, when, I, when I find myself in a cluster of, of, of bad trades, um, the, 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 you know, the more I lose money, the less and less I risk on, on, on the next trades, meaning that, um, you know, I will with, withstand tough times much, much longer than I would have had I been, you know, risking a bit more than, than, than 1%. And I, I, you know, I keep it at 1% for as long as I possibly can. And once we start to, 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 to get into profitability, but then, then, then it starts to change because I really want to be big, um, you know, on, on, on my winnings and I just let them run. Um, so, you know, initially my risk is a percent. And once I get into, into profitability, you know, as, as I'm trailing my stop behind me and as I'm adding, uh, um, uh, you know, to, 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 to positions, I get into profitability ter- territory. And once that profitability exceeds 10%, I increase my risk to um two percent. You know when I'm increasing my risk to two percent on that last entry, what what it means is that if I'm wrong on that trade, uh, I'm only going to make eight percent. So if you're going to give me uh, um um you know a bet and you say uh, if you lose you make eight percent, but if you win you stand to make a heck a heck more a lot more than than eight percent. You know, or if you don't take the bet, you just you get to keep your your ten percent. I'll take that bet all day long, um. And when 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 that profitability gets to twenty percent, I increase it to um three percent. When it gets to thirty um to four percent, and then about forty percent, it increases to 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 five percent. Um, and and that happens very. It's, it's, it's very rare for that to happen, you know. It will be like maybe 1% or 2% of overall trades that would get to that level of profitability. But, you know, those few times that I'm right, I want to be right in a really, really big way. Um, you know, if I capture a move, I want to be big in, in, in capturing that move. Because, you know, the, the, the edge in the market is, is all about um, the sum total of your winners minus the sum total. Uh, um, some total of your losses plus costs, you know, the net result of that. If the number is negative, you're doing something wrong, or if, you know, at least over a, a big enough sample size, uh, um, sample size of trades, and if the number is positive, you're doing something right. And if that number is, is positive but in a small way, um, you, you, you have to examine there. Uh, rule number three is I never catch a falling knife. So I never buy stock that's continuing to fall and I never buy on the way down. So when I'm adding to my position, I would never buy a stock below my last previous price. You know, I, I don't say, oh, the stock has fallen 10%, it has to go up, or the stock has fallen, you know, 80%, it has to go up. I don't try and catch a falling knife. And I let the, tra- you know, I let the stock prove itself first, you know, and starts to run. Then I jump on the trade, and when I'm on that trade, you know I'm sitting there by the door, so that you know at, at, at the first signs of danger, you know I just jump off. Um, I just jump off the ride. You know the the next rule, um, you know fits into uh, what I was talking about a bit earlier, is that 
whenever I'm adding to a position, it must always be above my last purchase price. So I'm not going to buy stock at 15 Rand and add again at 10 Rand. No, 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 no. I should be selling at that point. But, you know, I'm going to buy stock of, of, at, at 15 Rand. If it goes to 30, if it goes to like 16, 17 Rand, I could add some more. If it goes to 18 Rand, I will add some more. If it goes to, uh, you know, 20 bucks, I will add some more. But I will never add on the way down. I always average, you know, uh, on, 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 on the way up. Similarly to how just leave a more... Um, if you if you uh, if you read the reminiscence of a stock operator, um, that's one of the, my favorite books actually. A pyramid similarly to how he pyramids into positions. Um, the, rule number six. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Rule number five is never enter. Uh, um, oh. Rather, it's only exit on a stop loss. So I never have, you know, profit targets. You know, I I, I always um, uh, exit my positions on uh, on stop loss. And the reason for that is I don't want to put boundaries to what the market should or shouldn't do or, you know, what the market can or can't do. Um, I just, uh, uh, you know, let the market run and turn my stop behind me. Um, so, you know, I like, uh, you know, a quote shared by Richard Dennis on the market wizards when he says, never put boundaries around the markets. Um, the correct way to trade, um, something I'm, I'm, par- I'm paraphrasing, of course, but it says something around the lines of, you know, the correct way to, tr- the correct approach to trade a trend following, uh, um, you know, system is that, you know, the structure means up and the structure means down. Never that the structure means up this much and no more. Um, so that's why I never put, you know, because placing a profit target, that's just me saying this, 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 this stock is going to run up to this price and then it's going to start falling. I, I, I don't want to put those boundaries within the market. I want to just let that winner run, um, you know, if 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 it, if it wants to double on me, I, I let it double. But if it starts to show signs of of going the other direction, if it starts to reaching into into my pocket, I drop it very very quickly. Um, you know, I I always have a stop in the market, and you know the broker that I had that I use, and typically most brokers, you know, will let you put a stop in the market. You know, it makes life much, much easier for me and it makes managing my positions and trades much, much easier um, because I just, um, you know, have my stop loss and I know that if the market turns, I'll get stopped out. Um, and of course, from time to time, I'll get stopped out and see the market go back in my direction, in which case I'm fine with that because, you know, I can always jump back in and I always do if, if, if you know, stocks. If a stock stops me out and, and starts running again, I just simply jump again. That means that the trend is still going and that, that, that ride is still going on and I want to jump back into that ride. But if, 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 it, if it triggers my stop, I don't say, oh, but no, no, no. no. If it triggers my stop, I'm out. Um, you know, in, in, in a few cases, you know, I've been stopped out and watched the market fall, you know, a few, you know, five, ten percent more since, since, since I got stopped, since I got stopped out. So, you know, I don't put boundaries. I let, I let, uh, um, you know, I really, really let my winners run. And I really, that idea, I got it from a book. Um, one of my favorite books, really, um, uh, uh, how I made $2 million in the stock market by Nicholas Davis. He talks about the box system. It's a brilliant, brilliant book. You guys should check it out. 
Um, yeah, and then that's it's one of the reasons that book is one of the reasons why I don't, uh, um, uh, uh, you know, put put boundaries in the market or I don't have targets in the market. And, and you know, if you if you put like like a weekly chart or a monthly chart, you can see these trends go on for a while and and, and go on for 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 for, for, for an age. Um, you know, with pullbacks and you know a few pullbacks here and there, but they can go on for when a trend is starts to run, they can go on for an age. So, um, you know, if if I have if I have even like a ten percent chance of capturing eighty percent of 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 of, uh, um, you know, a a a hundred and fifty percent move on a stock or two hundred percent move on a stock, if we can get seventy eighty percent of that move, sixty percent of that move. I uh, would have done well for myself. So, yeah, I tried to capture, um, you know, uh, um, as much as possible of, of, of the trend. And rule number six, you know, similarly uh, um, is when I'm right, but big, you know, I touched on it a little bit earlier that, you know, when I start to get into prop, you know, I know I'm right when I'm in profit. And I know I'm right when I find myself in a risk-free trade. And for me, a risk-free trade is an any uh, um, trade that shows me a plus two percent position because, uh, uh, you know, when when I when I start to break, I don't say I'm up by two percent. Therefore, you know, I'll risk three percent because that's risking one percent of my portfolio. In that way, you know, I can I can be right on the trend, I can be right on the stock, and get me right on the trade and still lose money. So when I hit profitability. I still risk 1% of the account balance on that last trade. So that last trade is almost like a unique trade on itself um, and then joins the community once it's in and, you know, calculated with the average entries and that sort of thing. Um, so 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 I know I'm right when I find myself in the plus uh, um, 2% trade because that's a risk-free trade. I'll, I'll, uh, worst case scenario, I'll make 1% because if I add to that position, I'll risk 1%. And um, uh, if, if, if I'm wrong on, on that last entry, I will lose 1% net net. I'm up, I'm, I'm, I'm up 1% on that trade. And, you know, as it goes in my direction, similarly, I, I continue to add. So, you know, a key component on, on my trading system and on my trading edge is around, you know, adding to my winners. You know, whenever, whenever I have a winning position, I get very optimistic that it will continue to run, and I, I build, I build, I build up on that position. And you know, when it when it doesn't, you know, I get very skeptic. I quickly exit and cut my losses short, and um, uh, you know, let the those winners run, and not only let them run, but add to them so that they big, you know. I'm typically right about 30% of the time, but when I'm right, I'm right four times as much as I'm wrong, you know, on average. And at times I'm right, you know, it, that those numbers change over time, but that's about the average. I'm right about four or five times more. My my average win is four or five times more than my average loss. And that, you know, a, a bulk, uh, uh, you know, it's the classic 80-20 rule, you know, 20% of your profits will come I mean, eighty percent of your profits will come from twenty percent of your trades. I've never done that. That those calculations on my portfolio, but it sounds about right. Probably even less. Uh, um, uh, you know, of 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 of. Um, probably, you know, eighty, 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 ninety percent of my my profits come from less than ten percent of 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 my positions. 
really because you know that that the, the others just you know break even and keep me amused so when i'm right i want to be really really big and never uh, rule number seven is never enter a trade without a stop loss. I never. That's the the a stop loss is the first player on my team sheet. You know, if you follow, um, if you follow me on my YouTube channel, and if you follow, um, if you if you if you if you do join us on. Excuse me. The um, if you do join us on on follow the trader. Um, you know, I put my stop loss even before the event that triggers me into the trade or that triggers me to pull my stop actually happens. If, for example, let's say, um, you know, the, the, the stock is trading in a range and, you know, I see that there's a, there's a support level holding me, I'll place a, I call it a pre-stop. Um, that's a stop loss is always the first player on my team sheet. You know that that, that pre stop will go in there, and the longer that, that that level is not hit, the better. And if it hits, the low of the candle that hit that that, that level will be my next stop, and so on. So I never enter a trade without a stop loss. Even even when I'm trading the laser system, when uh, you know the laser system works on the close below the 30 period exponential moving average and you can't place a stop like that in the market so what i do when the laser system <clears throat> and if you're a subscriber to the mailing list you would know i have an emergency stop so i would have i know my stop is a close below the 30 period exponential moving average but um i would have another emergency stop on a, on a low somewhere uh, uh below uh, um, you know, using the market structure and how I typically trade the markets. And, you know, <clears throat> another an, another thing that I, I, I probably missed is, you know, about placing stop. Place your stop loss. I place my stop loss where it disproves the technical picture that I was looking at. I don't place a stop loss based on some arbitrary rand amount that I'm willing to risk on, 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 um, uh, on the trade, I let my stop lot the distance between my stop and entry tell me how much I'm supposed to be risking on that trade. I don't come with an arbitrary uh, um, random amount that I want to risk on a trade and then use the stop loss to kind of limit um, or come with you know position size in my head and you know to try to, to, to adjust my stop loss so that I don't lose a lot of money. I use a stop loss must go to a place where the market shouldn't go if you're right. That's the point of a stop loss. If you're right, the market shouldn't go in. That's where the stop loss should go. Um, so that's a, a very, very important rule about placing stops. And, you know, a cliche about, you know, running, uh, you know, uh, uh, running winners and cutting losses. Um, it's, 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 it's that, man. Cut your losses short and, and, and let your winners run. And, you know, one of, one of, one of the things that I've learned uh, um, you know, through reading books and um, um, listening to to listening to other podcasts, and you know, listen to other traders and that sort of thing, is that trading axioms and trading uh, um, all these these metaphors and axioms that we hear in the market, such as you know, um, cut your losses short and let your winners run don't mean anything without your context, without the rules of your system. The rules of your system should be addressing those things, but though um, those concepts are meaningless without your your own context. So what I mean by that, for example, Cartier losses short. You hear, you hear other traders say, you know, if, if for example, Peter Brandt 
one of uh, my favorite traders, a legend really in the market, says he doesn't hold a losing position on, on Friday. Right, you know, because there's a high chance of 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 him being stopped out, and he, he you know he would exit a position before a stop is hit, because he knows that ninety percent of the time his stop is hit. That's his way of cutting his losses short. That will never work for me because you know I hold positions for months and months and months on end. Um, um. So my version of cutting losses short and his version of cutting losses short and your version of cutting, um, losses short. Aren't necessarily the same thing. So without your rules and without um, your own context or, or your own understanding and or in your own personality, um, those axioms won't mean nothing. They won't mean anything, uh, um, you know, and they won't help you in any way. Um, so a very, very important two rules, cutting losses, short and letting winners run. And uh, uh, rule number, in fact, I'm losing count on, 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 on the rule count. But um, the next one is I don't care about uh, being right in the market. I only care, care about making money. So if, 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 if I have a, a, a fundamental view, which I rarely do, if I have a fundamental view on the stock and I see the stock is going down, I'm not going to you know, step on that market. Excuse me. I'm not going to step on that market and and you know try to be uh, a big boss and say, uh, um, you know this this company is a good stock or is a good company or whatever. I I'm not I I don't I'm not trying to be right in the market. I'm I'm not trying to prove myself right. I just want to make money. So if the stock is going up, I'm buying. If it's going down. I sell and wait on the sideline, wait for it to start going up again. But um, you know, it, it's, it's it, the market. That's that's just it in the market. It's about making money, and not being right or uh, intellectually right. You know, uh, on the market. For example, if you think the rand is going to continue to strong, uh, to strengthen, and you 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 ignore. A, a, a you know a, a USD buy signal because you think the rand is gonna uh, um be be, be uh, you know be strengthening. How is that gonna help you? You know, um, if the market is going up, the market will go up. Um, so I don't I, I you know I don't try to be right in the market. And uh, I I I set up I try uh, the next rule is that uh, you know make sure that whatever rules that you have can apply in any market. So. The, the my rules and strategies and and, and 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 style of trading can work with any liquid market as long as the market is liquid i can trade and make money in that market i don't have to um because the vast majority of these companies that i'm trading even though um they are south african companies the vast majority of them um excuse me uh some of them i just know names I have no idea about operations or balance sheet of those companies. So I can just, uh, I could have just as easily traded the US markets or, uh, I don't know, Singapore markets or Australian markets. As long as the, the market is liquid and there's a trend, I can, I can trade any market that is liquid. And this one is, uh, the next one, uh, this one is, 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 
Um, one that came to me really, really recently. Um, I was always kind of aware of it, but you know, it 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 only dawned on me, especially when I started uh doing some mindful meditation. It's like be present and be one with the chart. Like be. Uh, uh, you know, whenever you're looking at, at, at whether whether you're looking, uh, you're doing fundamental analysis or you're doing technical analysis or whatever, be present, be like be there. You know, don't don't be analyzing markets while your mind is is, is wandering about other things because you you'll miss key important signals on 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 the market. Yeah, you know that is uh, I, I do somewhat mi- mitigate that risk because I only really do analysis and, and really look at markets post uh, uh, market close but really being present not only are you are you uh, um, seeing what's happening on the market every signal that's happening on the market but you're also uh, watching yourself you know watching your thoughts as you as you as you uh, uh, analyzing markets watching your thoughts as you're taking a loss watching your thoughts as you know you know taking a profit and your feelings is like you know just be mindful of yourself and be mindful of the markets and be mindful of the relationship you have with the market um you know just be one with it you know um you know so that uh, you know if there's a lesson to learn and if you're not present you're going to miss that lesson but if you're present uh, um that that lesson that lesson you 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 you, uh, you will you will be there um and the next one is i never speculate with a loss i will never speculate with a loss um and the same applies with with a, with a trading error i would never speculate with a trading error you know uh, Peter Brandt on unknown, unknown market wizards is if you speculate with a loss to get less of a loss, you'll, end, you'll just end up with a bigger loss. You know, I've tried that. I've heard my fingers burned so many times in the past. So I'm not I'm, I'm not going to, uh, uh, um, you know, speculate with a loss. Neither will I speculate with a trading error. If I make a trading error, um, I decide uh, uh, how bad the error is. Um, if I want to stay with position or or not, um, if if the decision is no, I just exit the position. If I if 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 a mistake is so big, for example, I click a a, a sell button instead of a buy button, um, I'll just close the trade. You know, or I I misposition the trade. I, I, you know, it, it happened. It happened to me quite recently where I mispositioned the trade. I put, I put a lot size. I put it. I put quantity that you know was supposed to be stop loss. And I got my head was all over the place. Coming back, that brings me back to, 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 to that. You know, be mindful, be present when looking at charts, or when, whenever you trading. You know, I, I made a position size error and exposed myself, exposed my account to about a ten percent risk. As soon as I realized that error, I just closed the position and waited on the sidelines for the next entry, and you know, and the next entry has to be a new trade. It it won't be you know me trying to 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 to, to restructure that position. Um, uh, and the next one is um, you know, mistakes are part of the game, and you know, you will you will make mistakes, and you will still lose money here and there. Um, but you know, the most important thing is just to learn from them and not dwelling on them. If I make a mistake, I learn whatever lesson that, you know, that mistake brought brings and I quickly just forget it. You know, I remember, uh, um, 
I think I believe it was my first trading mistake or first trading error. Uh, um, it was on a shop right, and it was a nice. It, it one of my worst trades, not worst trade in terms in terms of loss, but worst trade in terms of how. Uh, um, you know, I I worked the trade, so you know I had a nice bullish uh, uh, a bullish divergence uh, um, pattern there. You know, waited for the breakout that was good. I entered on the breakout, except the stock gapped quite higher. Uh, um, on 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 when I when I was about to enter, it gapped quite higher, and I moved my stop intraday, breaking one of my key rules: never move, ma- never make a trading decision intraday because. The data that's important to me is the closing data. So I made a trading decision and acted on it intraday. Uh, um, and there was a trading error. So I learned from that mistake and I never did it again. You know, I, I can make a decision, but I'll never act on it. Um, I can have a quick candle at the market intraday, but I'll never, you know, move a stop intraday or, uh, um, you know, take a trade intraday or or any or. or any uh, any any variation of that sort um so yeah you know if you make a mistake you know don't play don't don't beat yourself up for making a mistake you know um just you learn from them and 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 move on and move on to the next trade and um i think this one is probably uh you know it's it's there's, there's so many most important rules in the market, but this one is one of them. When your mind is not well, if, you, if you're if going through, a, a you know, if, if life is busy throwing you curveballs, don't trade. Sort your mind out first and come back to the market. Don't trade with with, with your mind not at ease. You're, you need to be trading with, with, with a calm and 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 like with with a good mindset with a good state of mind you need to be trading from 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 a good mindset if you find yourself in a in a bad uh, 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 mental space whether you whether you depressed or whether you stressed at work whether you 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 know had a, a big fight with your spouse or whatever the case may be stay away from from the market you know we, and it's time that these um, when when having a trading buddy helps where you just ask them to manage your positions or if you don't have one just you know close all the position you can always take them later when you know your mind your mind is back uh, back in balance so you know don't 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 let uh, trading markets overwhelm your life so much that um, um, you, you lose your mind over the markets and you 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 feel the need to 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 trade uh, um even when you you know that you're mentally not right and last on last on my list is never trade with the mindset of i have to make money that mindset is a very very dangerous mindset because um it it, it, it worse worse if you have to make a specific amount of money if you make you if you have to make x rand uh, uh, X amount per month or X amount per, per day or something. Never trade with that type of mindset because the market doesn't have to do anything for you. You know, just as just as much as the mark, you don't have to do anything in the market. Um, the market doesn't do anything for you because if you want to make, let's say you want to make a thousand rands a day, and what happens when the market offers you only six hundred bucks or only two hundred bucks? You're going to overtrade, take signals you that take trades that you're not supposed to trade, 
um, because you want to to, to to make up from 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 um, to make that one thousand rand that arbitrary arbitrary amount that you you set yourself up as a goal. And similarly, if you have to have to make money, and um, that's why. You know, I always, I always tell traders, don't, don't quit your day job. You're going to need it. You know, um, you have to, 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 to be mindful, and you have to be, uh, very wary of, of the volatility of your equity curve, um, over time. Uh, um, so if you have to make money, um, if if you like, that's why, if, if like, I always say that if you want to trade full-time if you want to quit your job and trade full-time at least have two three years of living expenses in cash not in the trading account but in cash in cash somewhere so that when you lose or you, you find yourself in a cluster of losing trades you, your child can still go to school your family can still eat um um you know you, you, you your child can still you can still get your child some clothes you can still get your wife some clothes you can still take your wife out or etc etc um so 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 like when you're trading from from a state of mind where i don't have to make money um you're trading with 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 freedom and you're trading with with uh, um you know um with ease man trading with 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 a good mindset that you know if i, if I don't make money that's fine man and most importantly, trading will not affect your personal life, will not affect anything outside the markets if you don't have to make money. Of course, you will. Uh, we all want to make money, but over on the short term, over you know specific period, we don't have to do anything. We don't have to make money, and the market doesn't have to do anything for us. So, yeah, I mean, that's, that's my rules. I probably have uh, some more that I missed um but yeah those those are my rules that are things that I learned and I, and I, and I, and I developed over the past year since I've been trading equities uh, equity CFDs um so yeah that's it for the show this week uh be sure not to miss another episode of the British Shooter podcast uh by subscribing on your favorite podcatcher everywhere where good podcasts are aggregated do join uh do join myself and Simon Brown and follow the trader series live on Zoom. Um the link to that will be in the show notes below. Um other than that, um you know, uh, uh, you know, thank you again for your time. Thank you, thank you guys for the support. Um, you know, 50, you know, 50 episodes. I, I really can't believe that. Um, you know, it, it's 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 been this far, and then I think we've done over about a little over four thousand downloads, and my my greatest gratitude to every um to all of you guys for for supporting the podcast for for for, for supporting Village Trader, um for for you know you know supporting the YouTube channel, hitting me up and you know holding me accountable, and you know I learn I learn together with 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 with, with you guys you know we, we we learn together in the market to all students of the markets, I mean thank you very much. Otherwise, we'll I'll check you again next week. Cheers.